I'm Craig Kenneth, a relationship coach and a psychotherapist. Every relationship is different and every breakup is different. Work with me and you'll get professional help on your situation. And if you're in no contact, focused on personal growth, my workbook series, The Knowledge, will help you make changes like you've never made before. Available now at AskCraig.net. Hi there, I'm Coach Craig Kenneth. I'm Coach Margaret. And today we're going to be looking at how your parents impacted you. You know, one of the things that we're always trying to help you guys understand is that our relationship with our parents, whoever they may have been, maybe a biological mom or dad, or maybe even a grandparent, right. whatever your situation is, that relationship has a direct impact on your romantic relationships. And not only that, your mental health, your ability to regulate your emotions, um, all kinds of things, right? They That's even right. say um, intelligence, stuff like that. Because what happens to us is our brain develops and depending upon how much love and attention we get, it affects how much growth our brain actually has. And so, the way that our parents parent us and discipline us yeah. or love us has a big impact on how we are today. So today we're going to help you get a better picture of what happened and why you might be the way you are and in your relationships. Yes. And if you're saying we've heard this before, you're right. Yes, you have. We preach it all of the time. But I found this article, and I thought it was a little different from the others, and I personally found it helpful mm -hmm. in thoughts, in, in thinking about coaching and so forth and so on. And it comes from a gentleman named John Gottman, mm -hmm. who was a psychologist, and he and his wife are very famous um, for working in couples therapy. So I borrowed this from the Gottmans, and I thank them. Okay? And it's, he delineates four parenting styles. Mm -hmm. Okay. The first one is the dismissing parent treats the child's feeling as unimportant or trivial. Oh, you're upset about that? Don't be silly. Yeah, they minimize yeah. things. Yeah. It's not important. Right. Disengages or ignores the child's feelings. The child says, I'm screaming as loud as I can and you're still not responding. Mm -hmm. Wants the child's negative emotions to just go away. Okay? Um, calm down. Have a cookie. I don't know how many times, we've all seen that happen, that mm -hmm. a parent will take an upset child and instead of helping the child deal with whatever is upsetting them, they'll distract them. Yeah. And give them a cookie or a new toy or something. But none of that helps the child very much. That's what I do with Margaret when she gets tired and grumpy. Yes, I and, I, a, and I do get tired and grumpy. And I, I give her a Snickers bar. <laughs> <laughs> I like the arrowroot cookies better. <laughs> and I told you that. Humph. Um, sees the child's emotions as demands to somehow make things better. In mm. other words, p parents can feel like the child is demanding something. All the child wants is a little help with however they're feeling. Mm -hmm. um, minimizes the child's feelings. Downplays the events that led to the emotions. Um, Daddy will. It wasn't such a big deal. Right. Don't make yeah. a big deal Don't about it. Don't make a it. big deal out of it. Yeah. Don't get upset. Right. 
Daddy will only be gone for a week mm -hmm. as he gets in his big rig. Mm -hmm. um, and does not problem solve with the child. When you feel like this, this is what you do. Or it doesn't normalize the feelings at all. Mm -hmm. Okay? Um, so the kid ends up thinking he's crazy. Mm -hmm. um, so why was I upset about nothing? I guess my emotions lie to me. Yeah. Yeah. And so you can imagine what that child would become as an adult, attachment style-wise. Yeah. You know, um, avoidant. They, they learn that there's something wrong with them because of the way they feel. Yeah. If, you're, if your parents who you look up to and you think the world of are telling you that you shouldn't be feeling that, that like this, it's wrong, you're incorrect, you're making a big deal out of yep. things, you're going to feel like everything that's going on inside of you is wrong. Right. And you should be ignoring it. Yeah. So anytime the child is sad or angry, um, the parent just minimizes it totally. Mm -hmm. And I can think of several people particularly adolescents that I've worked with who had parents like this. And it's very difficult to do therapy with them because they've been taught that you can't be sad or angry and that if you are, there's something wrong with you. Wow. Okay? Yeah. Now, the disapproving parent is somewhat similar, only worse. Displays many behaviors of the dismissive parent, but in a much more harsh way. Mm. Judges and criticizes the child's emotional expression emphasizes conformity to the good standards of behavior. You know better than that. Stop kicking and screaming. So it sounds like guilt. Yes. Um, believes that negative emotions need to be controlled. Ooh. You better get control of your anger and sadness or else. Believes that emotions make people weak. Mm. Children, yeah, that's a, that's a common, common, common one that we run into, isn't it? Yeah. Particularly for men. We tell men they should not have emotions, okay? Believes emotions make people weak. Children must be emotionally tough for survival. Believes negative emotions are unproductive and a waste of time. I have a client who was literally told by her mother that she was going to be meaner to her now that she, than she had been in the past because her daughter needed to toughen up. Wow. What kind of a message is that, right? Um, and a, an example that comes to mind is I had a woman telling me that she came home from school one day crying and all upset because her fifth grade boyfriend had broken up with her mm -hmm. and she was looking for comfort from mother. Yeah. Mother said, you shouldn't have a boyfriend at that age. What kind of nonsense is that? You think you're a grown woman? Um, and, you know, you can't be sad and stop crying and you shouldn't have had the boyfriend anyway. Well, when do you think she went to someone again for some comfort? Yeah. Probably no time soon. And she got in trouble. All right. So, of course, the child isn't going to open up to mom. Of course. Or, or anybody else. Or be reluctant else. to. Yeah. yeah. Can't feel safe with them. Right. How could you feel safe with anybody? Because feelings are believed to be wrong or invalid, these children think they are flawed as people. And this woman was well in her 40s when I was talking with her, and that scene was still um, playing in her head. Mm -hmm. um, and they may, they may show a lack of emotional control. Well, of course, nobody helped them. Yeah. Um, Sad. Then there's laissez-faire. You may be familiar with that term. It's used to describe governments often. Laissez-faire is we're going to let everybody do what they want. 
okay? So if I'm laissez-faire as a parent, I'm going to let whoever wants to do what go right ahead and do it. Yeah. The laissez-faire parent feels like um, it's all right to have emotions, but if you let the child have the emotion, that's the end of it. It will go away and the child will never have it again. So if the child comes to mom with a problem, um, mom may say, oh, that's terrible, dear. I'm sorry that happened to you, but that's, not, that's the end of it. There's no putting it in context. There's no helping the child understand that it's okay to feel that way. It's just sort of get it over with and go back to not bothering me with negative emotions. So are they really not engaged with the parent then? I mean the child? They're a little more engaged than the other two, uh -huh. but not to an extent that's helpful. Is it is it more like the parents that are hippies and they kind of let the kid do whatever yes, they want? Yes, yeah. And I can think of, again, trying to work with people who came from a laissez-faire parenting style and they have no sense of structure around emotion. Mm -hmm. you, know, you could feel anything you wanted in my house, but you never got any feedback whether it's okay, not okay, or how to, how to handle it, okay? Um, it's sort of laissez-faire. We, we'll, all, we'll all do what we feel like it. We'll all feel our own feelings, and we probably won't talk to each other much either. Wow. <clears throat> um, well, none of these three sound so good for no. you, yet. <laughs> the parent, the laissez-faire parent freely accepts all emotional expression from the child, doesn't set limits. <clears throat> you know, it's okay to be angry, but you can't kick the cat, you know. Believes there is little you can do about negative emotions other than sort of ride them out. Does not help the child solve any problems and believes that managing negative emotions is a matter of hydraulics. Wow. If they reach, if they, you know, feel the emotion and express it, that that'll be the end of it. So what happens to the kids that have a parent like this? Um, they have no idea what we're talking about is one of the things that happens. So no place in here has any child's emotions been validated, nor have they been encouraged to express them. It's kind of get over it as fast as you can. All right? Now, laissez-faire is better than the other two, but the other two minimize the emotions to the point where the child thinks they're kind of crazy. All right? Mm -hmm. You can't feel that way. Well, yes, I can. I can feel any way I want. And I can't tell you how many adults have come to me and said, I shouldn't feel this way. No, uh, there are no shoulds with feelings. Feelings just are. And we experience them and we decide what to do with them. But there are no right or wrong feelings. And in this case, kids are being told that there are wrong feelings. Okay? You can't be sad or angry. Mm -hmm. All right. Now, here's the good kind. All right. All the right. good kind, finally. The good kind. Yeah, there is a good kind. <laughs> The emotion coach, that's what they call the good kind, um, <clears throat> values the child's negative emotions as an opportunity for growth and developing intimacy, mm -hmm. is aware of and finds value in his own emotions. And that's an interesting point. If you have a parent who, you know, doesn't think much of emotions and thinks they're bad or thinks they're wrong or thinks they're counterproductive, they're not going to let their child have them either. So you have to be somewhat comfortable with your own emotions to let your child have them. Sees the world as negative, of negative emotions as an important arena for parenting. Does not make fun of the child or make light of the child's negative feelings. Does not say how the child should feel. Right? Get over it. Get over it. Yeah. You'll be fine. You're wrong for feeling this way. That's right. Ugh. 
uses emotional moments as a time to listen to the child, empathize with soothing words and affection, help the child label his emotion, and that's the first thing to do. This is called being sad. This is called being angry. This is what you do when you feel like that. Um, helps the child label the emotion he or she is feeling. Offers guidance on regulating emotions. You can be angry, but that's you, key. Yes, you can be angry, but you can't kick the cat. Yeah, very important. Regulating emotions. Yes. Um, sets limits to teach acceptable expression of emotions. I mean, you don't want to go out and punch people um, in the kindergarten class. Um, and teaches problem-solving skills. What do you do when you have a problem with this? Do you go to an adult? What do you do? Do you try and handle it yourself? Or what, what do you do? Uh -huh. These children learn <clears throat> to trust their feelings, regulate their own emotions, and solve problems. Yep. They have a high self-esteem, high learning aptitude, and an ability to form friendships. And I just thought I would throw this little saying in. The path to becoming a better parent begins like almost every other road to personal growth, begins with self-examination. Absolutely. Now, That's so key. There's a cute little cartoon on the website, which I can't... I'm going to try to describe to you, and I will be very brief. Um, there's a, a father bear. It's a little cartoon. They kind of look like the Charmin bears. There's a father bear sitting in a chair reading his paper. And the, the dismissing parent sits there and reads the paper and you can see the baby bear crying his little eyes out and he's crying his little eyes out and the parent is saying you have no reason to be upset nothing that bad has happened mm -hmm. okay and then we go on to the next picture which is the disapproving parent and he uses the famous line stop crying or i'll give you something real to cry about yep okay i have had very angry adults who remembered that being said to them Stop crying or I'll give you something to cry about. Okay? Yeah. There's the laissez-faire parent, and <clears throat> the laissez-faire parent pats the kid on the head and says, you'll be okay, you'll get over this. It's, not that, it's better than it's the better. other two, but it's yeah. not that much help. Mm -hmm. Whereas with the emotion coach, Father Bear, he puts down his paper, he gets out of his chair, he goes over, he kneels down, he gets to the kid, the baby bear's level and says, you seem very upset. Can you tell me what's bothering you? Mm -hmm. Now, how hard is that? It's really not that difficult. It's really not that difficult. You know, Margaret, I think that part of the reason people became like this, this is just my interpretation, yeah. is that maybe hundreds of years ago when life was a lot more difficult, you didn't have the time yeah. to sit down and discuss feelings or deal with the problems because right. it might have meant survival. Absolutely right. Um, and there's certainly something to be said for that. Um, we don't have time to think about how you feel. We have to defend ourselves against the saber-toothed tiger or... You Whatever. Know, or, the other, or the tribe on the other side yeah. of the river or... You have to get to work and I have to go milk the cows and... But that was a very different world. Yes, it was. And that was, uh, yeah. you know generations ago and you have to adapt and you have to grow and you have to change and I think people had some pretty miserable arranged marriages and marriages of convenience and probably unfortunately didn't always live a happy life yeah <clears throat> but yeah. things are different now things are different and now. it's okay to deal with your child's emotions and deal with these things and teach them to regulate their emotions and deal with problems because when you do you're going to have a child 
that actually doesn't need you as much because they become confident and, and independent yeah. and, doesn't and have a higher self-esteem. And doesn't throw temper tantrums <clears throat> or get crazy in adolescence. And I think of one particular case, and I knew this particular child. Um, I saw her in several different settings uh, from about the time she was nine until about the time she was 16. And her mother never, ever got to the point where she could accept that the child's emotions were being driven by abuse that she had suffered. Wow. And would just say to me, well, why can't you make her get over it? Right? And that, that case just leaped off the page when I saw the way this was worded. It was very helpful to me yeah. about thinking about some cases. And it, was, it said it a little bit differently. And, and so, you know, examining... Mm -hmm these uh, parenting styles really can help you look Absolutely. at your own life right. and your partner mm -hmm. and why they have the values or the beliefs or, or the behaviors that they do. Right. And if we're looking for a real secure base, we should be able to go and tell our partner how we feel and get a supportive response. Okay? You want to go home from work and tell your, your partner that you're upset about how things happened at work and they're going to say to you, oh yeah, so, um, or I don't know why you're upset, why can't you keep home and work separate? That's not what you want. Yep. You want the, the helpful daddy bear saying, can you tell me what happened? Absolutely. Yeah. So ho hopefully you found this article interesting and gives you some food for thought. Reflect on yourselves. It's so important to take a good hard look at yourself and how you became the way you are because when you do that it's a lot easier to fix oh, it. Oh, it's so much easier. Yeah. yeah. And you know, there's nothing terribly wrong with people around feelings. We're okay. We're just told not to be, really. Yeah. All right. All right. So, of course, if you want to get our help personally, just go to my website askcraig.net. Sign up for the coaching option that works best for you. I do email coaching and I do Skype. Margaret is also available for Skype coaching. Yes, I am, and I would love it if you sign up with me. Just click on Margaret on the top of the website to do that. If you want to find us on podcasts, you can find us there now on iTunes and Spotify and a lot more on all the major podcast platforms. But that's it for this video. I'm Coach Craig Kenneth. I'm Coach Margaret. And we will talk with you soon.